Blog Talk Radio. Saturday morning entertainment show, and of course, we're going to be here with you for a full three hours today. Today, of course, it's the 15th day of January, the third show of the year. 
and we're going to make it good because you know what? The late great Dr. Martin Luther King is celebrating a heavenly birthday today alongside some important folks here who are still on earth with us are celebrating today as well. But nonetheless, we want to welcome Leon Francis. We have Mr. Dennis Seat. We have Murchis, Nisbeth, and Donna Brown with us online. And for you, the many listeners, we want to say good day, good day, and, of course, welcome to the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. Leon, good morning. i sure you can probably uh, go ahead and take some prayer, and then we'll uh, take it from there. Good morning to you, Ivor, and to all the wonderful listeners on board, the panelists on board, and, of course, the listeners around the world. I hope all is well from your neck of the woods. As for me and my household, we are fine. We are doing wonderful. We had a wonderful birthday yesterday on the for my dear wife, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. Of course, we would hope that she would have been in a better position to enjoy it with us as well. But we make the best of the circumstance. And yes, indeed. Well, Dennis, Murphy, and Donna, of course. Yes, well, go ahead and lead us in prayer, and then we'll do some housekeeping and see how the others are doing. Okay, it's a pleasure to lead the group in uh, open the session this morning. And dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity you have afforded us to host and present another show. We pray you let it go on without any interruptions. Pray that you give the show the necessary impetus that each and every one who might have listened and participated would enjoy it immensely. Well, we ask for your kindly, your kind continued support and healing touches on my dear friends and loved ones, namely my dear wife, Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley, and his daughter, Lisa. Miss Bobsy Nisbet, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Matrice Nisbet, El Camino Willett, Roston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Delbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Willison Mona Daniel, Bill Moore Holbeck, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgil Francis Jr., and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We pray for them. We pray that you may just touch their bodies and heal them, bring them back to their normal self again. We pray especially for the ones who are helping us fund the show, Lord, by their generous contribution each and every year. We thank you for them, Lord, and we thank you for the support we have gotten morally from each and every one who would have heard the show. We're grateful for all the help we have gotten. And we pray again that the show will go on without any interruption. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for that. And, of course, I want to say a special good morning there to this is Eunice Francis, celebrated a birthday yesterday, but you know how we do it here. It's going to be all month long. And of course, we're going to dedicate much of the show to her as well. Well, we're going to go down to Southern California to see how Dennis is doing, doing a little house cleaning before we get on the way. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Leon, and uh, whoever else is online at the moment. We welcome you back to our entertainment uh, cricket show entertainment episode. 
it's a very pleasant 54 degrees out here in Southern California. Dawn's just breaking, and I can just about see the sun beginning to rise. Pleasant. Thank you, Ivor, and it's back to you. Yeah, good. Thank you for that. Hope that all is well, and of course, we'll make it a great one. Well, Matthews would have heard her prayers, her God of blessing this morning. So now we're going to bring her audible to tell us what's happening in her neck of the woods and, of course, give us a report and an update on Mommy Bobsy. Morning, Matrice. Good morning, Ivo. Good morning, Leon and Dennis and Donna mm-hmm. and to the others out there in Lock Talk land. It's a beautiful, lovely 10 degrees in New York mm-hmm. City. And we are mm. all cutting up. And Leon, I want to say thank you for putting my mom's name on the list. Thank you so much. Because we really need all the praise we can get. And um, she's doing a little better. I think this is taking a long time to go away. So, But she's a lot better than last week. And I'm doing much, much better from that. I'm just in my regular pain. So... Everything is wonderful. Thank God for life. And uh, nice and cold and yeah, the sun, you can't even feel the heat from the sun. You just see it. But we got to enjoy it anyway. So. Okay. Very good. Very good. Glad to know that things are on the up and up and it's getting better and sweeter as yep. days go by. So thanks for that report. Give our kindest regards to Mama Bobsy. We know she might be in her prayer at this time, but we are feeling her spirits nonetheless. And my number one fan, Donna Althea Brown, is with us, and she has graced us with her presence and promised to be with us for the full show as she's on the afternoon um, schedule for her work. So, Donna, we want to say good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. How are you? Yes, good morning, good morning. I'm fine. From New York, as much as said, freezing here this morning, but we are seeing the glorious sunshine. So that is mm-hmm. enough to make you feel like you're feeling the warmth. Okay? So I'm going to say good morning to Leon, to Dennis. And whoever else we have joining us this morning, as well as Murchie, say good Thank morning you. to Bobby. And to all the other listeners, wherever they may be in the parts of the different parts of the world. Don't know if anybody from this is on, but if you're on, when? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everyone. Yes, well, those already with us this morning on the World Wide Web, but um, we'll let those who are listening to us know where to search the World Wide Web, and then it will tell us. Plus, they can always be audible when they call the 515 number, so Dennis is in charge of that department. Dennis, tell us where they can find us on the World Wide Web, please. You can find us on show. Or you can call us at one five one five 
605-985-9850. We will be very delighted to hear from you. Give us a call. Back to you, Ivan. There it is. Thank you for that. Well, folks, as usual, we're here on a Saturday morning, and we always have something that we think would be of some knowledge to you, some substance, and you too can be a part of it, as Dennis would have told you. He's pushed the one. We'll make you audible. And, of course, your contribution by listening to is always um, commendable. We do appreciate if you can spread the word, let someone else know that we are here, and we will bring something of interest to you. Of course, in the first portion, we bring our inspirational portion, and um, that sometimes comes via music or speeches, motivational speeches, or we just sometimes play something to uplift you. At 9.30, we'll have the book of the Bible, and Leon will continue keeping on his robe, and he'll bring one of the 66 books to really bring us up to speed. And then um, we continue up until 10 o'clock with our inspirational portion, and at 10 o'clock, Leon would go to the dressing room and he will exchange his robe for his sporting gears. And, he, of course, he'll tell us what's happening in the worldwide, um, <coughs> on the, on the worldwide, um, in terms of cricket. I'm sure we have a whole lot of cricket to talk about. But tennis is in the forefront down in Australia. I'm sure he'll bring us something that's happening there. And, you know, Chelsea's favorite team is in action today. So, briefly, we'll know what's taking place. And, of course, Dennis will tell us what's happening on the home front when it comes to the USA portion of it. Hope to hear from David later to tell us what's happening in and around our neck of the woods. Well, you know, the birthdays are going to be really, really big today. We expect to hear from Cardinal Mills coming out of the Virgin Islands, and he's going to bring you Birthdays and events that would have taken place on this date compliments Mr. Audley Watson. We know for sure that on this date, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King would have been um, born on this date, so we will serenade him and celebrate him in some form and fashion. Yesterday was Mrs. Eunice's uh, birthday, and um, we have a newborn in our family here, um, Morton portion of the bound extension, so we want to say welcome to the youngster, and um, like Martin Luther King would have said, whatever we do, we have to do it for now and for the yet unborn, so we will lead the way, and of course, on this Saturday morning, we are going to be leading the way, and I hope we'll be leading it well. Um, I think we would have done with our housekeeping, I would think, and if anything else left to be said, I welcome anyone else on the panel here to say. Other than that, we will just dive into the thick of things. And anything on a special note, Leon? Dennis? No, no, none. No, nothing new, nothing new at all. Just perusing and see what else there to be picked up. Um, okay. Nothing new. Well, nothing new to report. Nothing to report. Okay, then. So let's just take from here for the next maybe 15 minutes to see what Martin Luther King has for us. So, okay, we have a little cricket here. We have to talk about the cricket here. we got to see it through. When we have our mark, 
to be there. If it means leaving work, if it means leaving school, be there. <laughs> be concerned about your brother. You may not be on track. But either we go up together or we go down together. Let us develop a kind of dangerous unselfishness. One day a man came to Jesus. And he wanted to raise some questions about some vital matters of life. At points he wanted to trick Jesus and show him that he knew a little more than Jesus knew and throw him off base. Now that question could have easily ended up in a philosophical and theological debate. But Jesus immediately pulled that question from midair and placed it on a dangerous curve between Jerusalem and Jericho. He talked about a certain man who fell among thieves. You remember that a Levite? The priests passed by on the other side. They didn't stop to help him. Finally, a man of another race came by. He got down from his feet, decided not to be compassionate by proxy. But he got down with him, administered first aid, and helped the man in need. Jesus ended up saying this was the good man, this was the great man, <laughs> because he had the capacity to project the eye into the vow and to be concerned about his brother. Now, you know, we use our imagination a great deal to try to determine why the priest and the Levite didn't stop. The times we say they were busy going to a church meeting, an ecclesiastical gathering, and they had to get on down to Jerusalem so they wouldn't be late for their meeting. At other times, we would speculate that there was a religious law that one who was engaged in religious ceremonials was not to touch a human body 24 hours before the ceremony. And every now and then we begin to wonder whether maybe they were not going down to Jerusalem, or down to Jericho rather, to organize a Jericho Route Road Improvement Association. That's a possibility. Maybe they felt that it was better to deal with the problem from the causal root rather than to get bogged down with an individual effect. But I'm going to tell you what my imagination tells me. It's possible that those men were afraid. You see, the Jericho Road is a danger throw. I remember when Mrs. King and I were first in Jerusalem. We rented a car and drove from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And as soon as we got on that road, I said to my wife, I can see why Jesus used this as the setting for his parable. It's a winding, meandering road. It's really conducive for ambushing. 
You start out in Jerusalem, which is about 1,200 miles, or rather 1,200 feet above sea level. And by the time you get down to Jericho, 15 or 20 minutes later, you are about 2,200 feet below sea level. That's a dangerous road. In the days of Jesus, it came to be known as the bloody path. You know, it's possible that the priests and the Levites looked over that man on the ground and wondered if the robbers were still around. It's possible that they felt that the man on the ground was merely taken. And he was acting like he had been robbed and hurt in order to seize them over there. Love them there for quick and easy seizure. And so the first question that the priest asked, the first question that the Levite asked was, if I stop to help this man, what will happen to me? But then the good Samaritan came by, and he reversed the question. If I do not stop to help this man, what will happen to him? That's the question before you tonight. Not if I stop to help the sanitation workers, what will happen to my job? Not if I stop to help the sanitation workers, what will happen to all of the hours that I usually spend in my office every day and every week as a pastor? The question is not if I stop to help this man in need, what will happen to me? The question is, if I do not stop to help the sanitation workers, what will happen to them? That's the question. Let us rise up tonight with a greater readiness. Let us stand with a greater determination. And let us move on in these powerful days, these days of challenge, to make America what it ought to be. We have an opportunity to make America a better nation. And I want to thank God once more for allowing me to be here with you. You know, several years ago, I was in New York City autographing the first book that I had written. While sitting by autographing books, the minute black woman came up, the only question I heard from her was, Are you Martin Luther King? And I was looking down writing, and I said, yes. The next minute, I felt something beating on my chest. Before I knew it, I had been stabbed by this demented woman. I was rushed to Harlem Hospital. It was a dark Saturday afternoon. And that blade had gone through and the x-rays revealed that the tip of the blade was on the edge of my aorta, the main artery. Once that's punctured, you're drowned in your own blood. That's the end of you. It came out in the New York Times the next morning that if I had merely sneezed, I would have died. 
Well, about four days later, they allowed me after the operation. After my chest had been opened and the blade had been taken out to move around in the wheelchair in the hospital, they allowed me to read some of the mail that came in. And from all over the states and the world, kind letters came in. I read a few, but one of them I will never forget. I had received one from the president and the vice president. I've forgotten what those telegrams said. I'd received a visit and a letter from the governor of New York, but I've forgotten what that letter said. But there was another letter that came from a little girl, a young girl, who was a student at the White Plains High School. And I looked at that letter, and I'll never forget it. It said, simply, dear Dr. King, I am a ninth grade student at the White Plains High School. She said, while it should not matter, I would like to mention that I'm a white girl. I read in the paper of your misfortune and of your suffering. And I read that if you had sneezed, you would have died. And I'm simply writing you to say that I'm so happy that you didn't sneeze. And I want to say tonight, I want to say tonight that I, too, am happy that I didn't sneeze because if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1960 when students all over the South started sitting in at lunch counters. And I knew that as they were sitting in, they were really standing up for the best in the American dream and taking the whole nation back to those great wells of democracy which were dug deep by the founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1961. We decided to take a ride for freedom and ended segregation and interstate travel. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1962. The Negroes in Albany, Georgia, decided to straighten their backs up and whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride the back unless it is bent. If I had sneezed, if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been here in 1963. The black people of Birmingham, Alabama, aroused the conscience of this nation and brought into being the Civil Rights Bill, if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have had a chance later that year in August to try to tell America about a dream that I had had, if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been down in Selma, Alabama, to see the great movement there, if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been in Memphis to see a community rally around those brothers and sisters who are suffering. I'm so happy that I didn't sneeze. And they were telling me. Now it doesn't matter now. It really doesn't matter what happens now. 
I left Atlanta this morning, and as we got started on the plane, there were six of us. The pilot said over the public address system, we are sorry for the delay. But we have Dr. Martin Luther King on the plane. And to be sure that all of the bags were checked, and to be sure that nothing would be wrong on the plane, we had to check out everything carefully. And we've had the plane protected and guarded all night. And then I got into Memphis. And some began to say the threat, or talk about the threats that were out. Uh, what would happen to me from some of our six white brothers? Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now, because I've been to the mountaintop. <laughs> I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Yes, indeed, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King, gone at 839. What a way, what a life, short and sweet and memorable. Well, at this time, right at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Leon read a book of the Bible. haven't seen Phyllis yet. Normally, he would really, you know, break it down for us. But we're going to bring Leon back so that he can read the book of the Bible. You can stay, folks. Start the morning entertainment show. Leon, come on in. Uh, Leon is taking his time coming on in there. He's scrolling around. Leon. Okay. I'm sure you're hearing me, so let's go back and see what's happening here. Uh, you're offline, over. You're offline, and uh, I was muted. Uh, good morning okay, again, folks. On. Okay, come on in. Yeah. Yeah. The this morning we are uh, going to be introducing you to the book of Ezekiel. And who is Ezekiel? He was one of those priests in Jerusalem. He was taken to Babylon with other Jewish exiles in. 598 B.C. In chapters 1 to 24 are prophecies about Jerusalem's destruction. 
Then after Jerusalem was destroyed, Ezekiel preached a new message of hope that the people of Jerusalem will be returned to Palestine. So again, Ezekiel, a great prophet taken to to Judah or to Babylon with the other exiles from Jewish exiles. And of course, the chapter 1 to 24 talks about prophecies about Jerusalem's destruction. And afterwards, he went on to tell the people um, all about the return and hope for Israel and the return to Palestine. So I just want to let the folks know that you can just take a book each week and just paraphrase it and just read what might be of interest to you. It's great reading. Um, 66 books, we're going through them piecemeal, and we hope that you might have just learned a little bit this morning from the book of Ezekiel. Back to you, Ivan. Yeah, thank you. Um, like you said, we don't have Phil to dissect it here for us this morning, but of course, if ever you need a book to read, there's all 66 of them. They said the greatest book that has ever been written is the book of the Bible. Try to do some background work in the meantime. Let's see what's happening in the meantime. Right now, 
You may be going through some rough times. You know, you're pretty mute, pretty mute, pretty mute, but I'm here to encourage you today not to give up. I pronounce a blessing upon your life, upon your family. You must rock one being with health in the name of the Jesus. I believe it or not. Oh, Lord, help me not to grumble and complain. Off a tough road, I am old. I'm drinking from my coffers. Cause my cup has overflowed. And if I should go on living, if I should go on living, so the way it's deep and rough. I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord. May I ask for no other blessing, Jesus. Glory. I'm already blessed enough. May I never be too busy. I won't be too busy, too busy. Help a brother. I'm drinking from my coffers. I'm drinking, drinking of my cup and overflow. Yes, I keep drinking from my coffers. I'm drinking from my coffers. My cup and overflow.
He's great and he's greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody, lift your hands as we lift our voices. Come on, say, my God is awesome. Come on, say, he can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Come on, say it, happy from the rain. That's it. My God is awesome. Come on, heals me when I'm broken. Strength where I've been weakened. Forever he'll reign. Come on, you got it. My God is awesome. Come on, say, he can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Hide me from the rain. Has he ever covered you? Come on, my God is awesome. Heals me when I'm broken. Oh, look back. 
Come to knock them down, knock them down, Leon. Knock yes, them down, Leon. Yes, indeed. indeed. Well, it's time. Over to you, Leon. Okay, thank you so much, Ivor. A wonderful entertainment or inspirational portion of the show this morning, as usual. Enjoyed it. Hope the others would have enjoyed the same. Breaking news. And when you hear breaking news, I'm sure Dennis is going to be saying, what? Virat Kohli has stepped down as the India Test Captain with immediate effect. He confirmed it today through a quick buzz. And, of course, the 33-year-old had recently stepped down as the India T20 skipper and was subsequently removed as the ODI captain ahead of the South Africa tour. So Virat Kohli has called it today as captain of the India Test Team. Turning our attention to the West Indies where they are playing Ireland, and Ireland has drawn level with the West Indies, having won the second ODI. West Indies going 229 and were dismissed in the 48th over. Ireland replied 168 for five from 32.3 overs. Via the Dockwood rule, they were defeated by some five wickets. Of course, tomorrow we'll have more to say talk about. Um, and of course, when this match finishes, okay, well, Ireland will be going back. And we were preparing for England series. And not so good news for the West Indies on the 19th because they opened the match yesterday against Australia and they were dismissed or defeated by five wickets, five, uh, six wickets. Scores Australia, West Indies on the 19th, 169 in 40.1 overs. Australia, 174, 44.5 overs. Australia winning here by six wickets. And presently in progress, uh, India and South Africa. The latest score we have, India, 78 for two in 18.5 overs. India, 18 um, 78 for two in 18.5 overs they were, when they were asked to bat. We'll give you a rundown tomorrow as to the, the groups, group A, group B, 
group C and group D. West Indies are in group D, Sri Lanka, Australia, and Scotland. Turning our attention to the test match over in New Zealand, where Bangladesh drew the test series with New Zealand, having won the first match. I mean, the first match had been drawn. I mean, no play in the first match was abandoned. Second match, New Zealand, Bangladesh won that match handsomely, but New Zealand came back in the third to score convincing innings and 117 run victory over Bangladesh. Scores in that match, New Zealand 521 for six, Bangladesh 126 and 278. And they were asked to follow on, of course, and losing thereby an innings and 117 runs. England, having saved a series whitewash uh, under the gun over there in Australia, England over there in, I tell you, I have that twice. England versus News, um, Australia. England replying to Australia 303 and 37-43. We're bowled out for 188. So at stumps, and they were 37 for three. Oh, that stumps, like uh, session three. That's the latest I've got. They were 37 for three and the third session. More on that later on, of course. Tomorrow we'll give you more details as the big bash. Yes, the Perth Scotchers and Sydney Sanders are leading in that in the league, and we hope to bring you up to date. Just to bring our listeners up to date as to the schedule, of course, we know the Ashes are taking place right now in Australia. India taking on South Africa. They'll go into the ODI series. Ireland are in the Caribbean, and they'll play their final match tomorrow. And um, Zimbabwe, they'll be touring in the Netherlands. Um, England will be touring the West Indies from the 22nd of January to March the 28th. New Zealand will be taking on Australia. January 30th to February 8th. And uh, West Indies obviously will be touring India February 6th, February 20th, while Sri Lanka will be touring Australia February 11th to the 20th. South Africa will be touring New Zealand February 17th to March the 1st. Sri Lanka will be touring India February 25th to March 18th. And the West Indies have picked the lineup to take on to travel to visit one day international against South Africa. That series was was um, postponed and the West Indies cap, uh, squad is as follows. Safani Taylor, Captain Anisha Mohammed, Vice Captain and Leon Aline Sherman Campbell Shamela Cornell. Deandra Dutty, Effie Fletcher is back Sherry and Fraser, Yamini Glasgow, Chanel Henry, Kaisha Knight, Mandy Mangu, um, Haley Matthews, um, Shadeen Nation, from Prisma Rakarak, and Kasira Schultz, Shakira Selman, and Ryan Shala Williams. The, they will play 
Friday the 1st, the first ODA, the 28th of January, the first ODA, day night fixture. Monday the 31st, the second ODA, another day, a day match. And Thursday the 3rd of February, the day night on, on, on Sunday as well. And February the 6th, the fourth ODI. We'll be giving you more details as things have come to. And India has not been cautious. And a number of their players were disputing a referee's call of not out as a result of there was a um, decision review system refused um, an LBW decision and India players were not satisfied. Over in Trinidad, we have Brian Charles grabbed some six wickets in a Red Force trial game. And of course, we'll bring you up to date with all of that tomorrow. And turning our attention to tennis, and the big news are that Rafael, not Rafael, but Novavich Djokovic will not be in the Australian Open, which starts on Monday. He was refused entry into the country because of a dispute over his vaccination vaccination status. And he has not been allowed to play in the tournament. And we'll give you more details as they come to hand. And Obin and Tiga, a number of clubs have signed a letter penned to FIFA and the ABFA, questioning the election delay. Of course, the election was due last May, and to date has not been held. Of course, we are hoping to see the outcome of that. The letter was sent to the president and members of the ABFA and to FIFA. And as you know, Barbara Coates, she is uh, contesting the seat that is held by Mr. Everton Gonzalez. And just want to offer them both our best wishes. We had Barbara here um, on our show, and she was very impressive. We wish her well. We wish both candidates well. But from all reports, it seems as if the delay did not come down well with the number of clubs in Antigua. We just wait the outcome of that. And, of course, my favorite part of the show is is um, football and the Premier League. You notice my voice has dropped? Because Chelsea lost again today. They lost one to Manchester City. One love to Manchester City. But that does not remove them from the second place because Liverpool are in third, but the two games, oh, that would be one game fewer than, than Chelsea. So Chelsea has the hope that Liverpool does not win to surpass them. So again, Manchester in number one spot. Chelsea are two. Liverpool third. West Ham fourth. Arsenal fifth. And Tottenham, they are sixth with Manchester seventh. Brighton eighth. Wolves there ninth with Leicester tenth and Crystal Palace eleventh. Southampton at twelfth with Brentford thirteenth, Ashton Villa fourteenth, Everton fifteenth, and the sixteenth place is held by Leeds. Seventeenth place by Watford. And in the relegation zone are Burnley in the eighteenth spot, Newcastle and the nineteenth spot, and in the twentieth. At the bottom of the league is Norwich. And hopefully, we will be able to bring you any breaking news as the show continues. And we just wish each and every one of you well and hope that you will continue to 
listening to this wonderful program this morning. Back over to you, Ivan. Yes, thank you, Leon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Dennis will tell us what's happening on the USA front at about this time. We're standing by for Cardinal. Tell us what's happening on the birthday front. Dennis, bring us up to speed. Yes, I uh, for yes for the um, local scene. We have an announcement recently that the minor league cricket 2022 season opening and championship dates begin. Season two of the MLS minor league championship will begin June 25th until August 28th. There will be eight weeks of T20 cricket with conference semifinals on August 2021 and the finals on August 27-28 and more information is yet to, will be released at a later date. We are aware of how successful the first season was last year, and it was well attended, many teams, a lot of excitement. So we're looking forward to continuing that, what can almost certainly be said to be a tradition now for American cricket, minor league, and presumably the major will follow. Coming up Sunday... Uh, on the cricket show, we have Ireland in the West Indies and, of course, uh, Chase, an older match contribution and performance, is up for debate. Is it time to drop them from the team? Tune in to hear our discussion. India in South Africa. South Africa takes a series sparkling performances. Was this a great series? The debate is set for tomorrow. Join us at the, on the cricket show tomorrow at 6 p.m. Thank you, Ivor. Back to you for now. Yes, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, it's always up for the base for um, that middle order and guys who are underperforming. But tomorrow we're going to hear much more about that from 6 o'clock in the p.m. Okay, let's see what we have here. Come on in. Where is Sparrow? Sparrow not want to sing for me? Sparrow don't want to go back into us. Here this morning. Okay, Sparrow. Give me feedback. Where are we getting that feedback from? That's not a good thing. You're coming to you're coming to fine by my end. Oh, okay. This one was coming Very to mm-hmm. All right, well, we're gonna welcome Cardinal at this time to hail his many fans, and then he will tell us what's happening on the birthday front and events that would have taken place on this date. So. Mr. Cardinal Mills, come on in. Good morning, good morning. Ivor, good morning, good morning. I cannot, I cannot come in now. I'm out in the public someplace. And there's going to be a lot of noise around me. So I didn't want to take that chance. Okay? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, at a location that I didn't anticipate being. I, I didn't anticipate being at this location at this time. But okay, you know, unforeseen circumstances brought me here. So. Okay. okay. Do, um, when, you, when you come on, just put your hand up and let me know what's going on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Oh, it's rap, rap. 
New Zealand, we have Greg Lovewood, he's 47. Turn to Bermuda, we have Clay Smith, he just turned 51, just past the 50 mark, 51. Netherlands, we have Paul Van Meterman, uh, he is 29. He's Mikanen, he's 29. Australia, we have Megan Schultz, 29. Sri Lanka, we have Jevon Mendes, he too is 39. Bangladesh, we have Shameful Hague, we have um, Wakribal Hassan, he's 69. That's all his age. All he's going to be 69 all of this year until next year. 69. In the Bahamas, again, we have Louis Armstrong, 59. In the West Indies, we have Damien Jacobs, out of Jamaica, he is 37 years old. William Dubuis. Oh, yeah, remember Jubilee out of Monstras, that fast bowler. He turned 78 today. Leon's twin nephews, we have Brentley and Bradley, D.B. Person. They are celebrating today. The reggae entertainer, Tony Rebel, he turns all of 60. After Chad Lowe, he is 54. The African-American actor, we have Dorian Mystic. He is 46. NFL quarterback Drew Brees turns 43 today. Actor, director Mario Van Tables, he is 65. We have rapper Pitbull turns 41, and actress Regina King is 51. Joan of Arc, French soldier and national heroine, she was born in 1412. She was born on this date. We have Abulaziz, um, in that's the LBN sword. He's the founder and first king of Saudi Arabia. He was born in 1875. Gamel Abdel Nasser, former president of Egypt. He was born in 1918. 588 BC, we have Nebuchadnezzar II of Babylon. He lays siege to Jerusalem under, under, under what's his name here? Zedekiah Reign. Okay. The seas last until July 23rd, 1986, before Christ. 1831, we have the U.S. Railroad honeymoon trip. Mr. and Mrs. Pearson, Charleston, where it is South Carolina. 1863, we have the first U.S. newspaper printed on wood pulp paper. Boston Morning Journal, that was over in Boston, and it was the Boston Morning Journal a long time ago. 1895, Australian cricket spin bowler Albert Trott, he takes 8 for 43 on debut to end England's second innings of a hole. At 143 in the third test in Adelaide, Australia won by 382 runs in four days. And in 1919, we have 2 million gallons of molasses flood, Boston, Massachusetts, in the Great Molasses Flood. I've oh, never heard that, Molasses Flood. That happened when, don't move yet, I think would have moved, I mean, let's get it back here. Um, let's go back, okay, it's here again. Two million gallons of molasses flood, Boston, Massachusetts, in the Great Molasses Flood, when a storage tank burst, drowning 21 and injuring 150. In 1936, 
We have the first all-glass windowless structure in the U.S. completed, Toledo, Ohio. In 1943, world's largest office building, the Pentagon, is completed to house the U.S. military. In 1951, we have the Supreme Court ruled clear and present danger of of incitement to riot is not protected speech and can be caused for great arrest for arrest, okay? You cannot incite and deem to be protected by freedom of speech. Nope. 1964, we have San Francisco Giants. They make champions outfield Willie Mays, the highest paid player in baseball, when they sign him to a new 105,000 per season contract that Trump changed today. They're signing for millions an hour. In 1973, we have four Watergate burglars set guilty in federal court. In 1974, U.S. President Richard Nixon suspends all U.S. offensive actions in North Vietnam. That was a senseless war. In 1974, remember that. In 1976, oh, that's a good year for West Indies. 1976, we always remember that. All conquering Soviet returns. But I don't think anything happened that day. Let me read it here for the first time. But the year, always ring the bell. 1976, knock them down, hold him. Sarah Jane Moore sentenced to life for attempting to shoot U.S. President Gerald Ford. Okay, that's all that happened in 1976. So I already told what happened in 76 on the cricket front. We'll never forget 1976 in terms of cricket. 1985, we have Mike Gatton, 207. Graham Fowler, 201. Became the first pair of England batsmen to complete double centuries in the same innings during nine wickets. Fourth, fourth cricket test win against India in Madras. And that's now called Chennai. In 1988, 19-year-old Indian cricketer, leg spinner, Narendra Kewani, record best bowling figures on debut in test cricket. He captured 16 wickets for 136 runs. He took 8 for 61 in the first inning and 8 for 75 in the second. He did this against the West Indies in Madras. That's again, we call it Chennai. In that same match, we see Tyron Moore some five battles in the first inning, that's still the world test record. Five something in an inning is a test record in test cricket. Test cricket will never die in our lifetime. 1992, Jimi Hendrix, Booker T, and the MGs, Sam and David, the Isley Brothers, Johnny Cash, among others, were inducted into Rock and Hall fame. In 2009, we have Chesley Sullenberger. He lands U.S. Airways flight 1549 on the Hudson River shortly after taking off from the Guada Airport in New York City. Oh, yes, remember that when he was in the river with that um, jetliner. All passengers and crew members survived in what became known as the miracle on the Hudson. In 2019, the U.S. Olympics gold medal winner, gymnastics, Simone Biles, says, she is one of more than 130 women sexually abused by former team doctor Larry Nasser. 2019, witness in El Capo trial claimed former Mexican president Enrique Pena Neto attempted 100 million bribes, accepted 
100 million bribes from the drug cartel head. So there you have it, folks. Birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place in this state compiled and compliment of Mr. Audley Watson. Donna is Liam and uh, Dennis. Yes. Not Donna would have anything to add events that they could remember yes. on this date, but I know we have some birthdays. Leon? Yes, indeed. Definitely want to just say happy birthday to my nephews, to Pearson, to my loving sister. So apart from that, I want to just send special, special uh, birthday greetings to my nie- my cousin, my favorite cousin, Casilla Antonia, over there in Toronto. She will celebrate her birthday on the 17th, Casilla Antonia in Toronto, celebrating her birthday on the 17th. And just want to bring me, remember, my dear aunt, which is the mother of um, Casilla. She was deceased on the 16th of of January 2019, Aunt Irene. We hear her voice here a couple of times here on the, this uh, platform. And we just want to say, may her soul rest in peace. Also, Paul, Mr. Universe Winter, is the brother of my dear wife. And strange enough, he died on the 14th of January 2019. Yeah. yeah. Same date as the birthday of my wife, Eunice, on the 14th of January as well. So while we rejoice for one, be sad for the other. But Paul, remember going into Manchester and near Old Trafford, was able to just take a cab and go over and enjoy a cricket match. And he was very much in, in the sporting business. He was a bodybuilder of no mean repute, and he has gotten a couple of championships, and of course, um, he acted in some movies in Italy. So, we remember Paul Winter, and Aunt Irene, she was, she passed on over 100, and uh, was she 102 years old when she passed? Aunt Irene, dying on the 16th of January, 2019. Of course, my wife had a birthday last Friday, and we celebrated our way and had felt, got a lot of messages from across the globe, and we're happy that she's still with us, and we are grateful for everything that the Lord has showed in us so far. So back over to you, Ira. Yeah, thanks. Um, we here. Well, personally, I want to say happy birthday to Mrs. Eunice Francis there. Celebrated yesterday. Thank God she's still here with us. I mean, we know she went, she weathered the storm in 2021, and long life is wished for her. And um, praise do work for him. And um, like I said, I'm going to give it up to you to say, hang in there, especially now that you're even falling in love with her even more than ever. That's a good thing. Until death do you part, I think when we open the book for the marital vows, you're going to see your picture popping out of the um, of that book until that does pass, for better for worse. It can stay. God bless you. And um, of course, your nephews are having a birthday today. We hope there's not only would have waited for the day, but I hope that they carry on for the rest of the month. 
Some people carry it on to their to their sign, which is up until what the twenty second, I think. That's when the sign changes over. But I do ask them to take it all the way to January. That's your first month. So take the month, run with it. Again, oddly, she would have started us off here on the first. So we want to say happy birthday to him as well. I showed Don who want to tell us about. We have a new entrance into this world in our family, Leon. Um, mm-hmm. Came by, I think, two days ago. So Donna, you might want to bring us up to speed. She's online with us. And folks, we know cricket is playing over there in Sinkit to the West Indies. So um, you can bring us up to up to speed, Leon. I don't know if you have that or Dennis. Um, over in 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 Guyana. One twenty six for four, India. One twenty six for four. India in their first innings after. Yeah. Um, well, there's a Martin Sankit doing earlier. Uh, there's a Martin Sankit as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was, I was I following that this morning. Yeah. Oh, you're following that the one in Sankit. Okay. Yeah, there was one. Yeah, there was one on this morning. A central link to land. So try to, you can, you can do it. Donna, tell us what's happening. We have an addition to the family. Yes, we do have an addition to the family. My great niece. Came into the world yesterday. Yes, over there oh, in New York what's City. Yeah, what's in her New name? York City. Her name is, let me get the name now. Her name is <laughs> Rehan. R E Y H N. R E Y H A N. All right. Rayhan Morton. Morton, okay. All right. I was yes, the daughter for that. of my nephew. All right. Okay. Rayhan Morton. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. our newest addition to the Morton clan okay. and also an extension to the Brown clan. Okay. And I yes. just, just want, want to add some sad news because my sister, Gabrielle Francis, has been hospitalized. She, was, um, she had a minor coma, and of course she was hospitalized. She's out of it now. Didn't have COVID, but they kept her for a little while, and she's still been hospitalized after about five days. So we just want to just say, get well soon, Gabrielle. Robert Francis, who lives in Mount Vernon, been hospitalized. But she's okay, coming around well. We wish her well. Okay, very well. Um, so we'll, we'll hear from Lynette, maybe after the ladies, Debbie and Dawn, would, 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 would have come through to bring us up to speed with what's happening down there. And of course, after 11 o'clock, we'll have something to talk about, whether... It's on the Martin Luther King civil rights, whether it's on the courts, whether it's on what of you. You know, we have open section, open line type in the last hour when we bring something of interest to you. But again, you two can be a part of the show, 515-605-9850. Okay, so... Any other thing to report? I worked the uh, under-19 youth World Cup. I know you mentioned yes. it briefly. We have Ambassador 
that the UAE is 181 for five in uh, 38 overs. And in Providence, India is 127 for four against South Africa. And Ireland in Georgetown, Ireland is 160 for five against Uganda. And in uh, Port of Spain, Zimbabwe under 19, 194 for three against Papua New Guinea. Those are the latest in the under 19 World Cup uh, events. Yes, cricket, lovely cricket, lovely cricket. And like I say, the youths of tomorrow, they are showing their, their, their ways. And we have to, we have to really, really support these, these youngsters. In these COVID times, it's not the best of time to be amongst each other. <clears throat> I'm sure um, tomorrow we're going to hear much, much more about that. i sure in the agenda, top of the agenda, you might very well have a report on Hetmeyer. Hetmeyer is coming out of the woodwork saying that he wants to play the red ball cricket and he wants to bat for days and days on in. So you might want to research that and put that as one of the headlines for tomorrow. Yes, he, he, touch, has, he, he scored 146 yeah. in one of his final matches. Yes, he and, uh, you know, well, he's, he's without a test century. His last, his last time up for West Indies was in 2019. He would have turned to franchise cricket, but I guess he's realized that money is not the way to go, and he just wants to play the longer version, the wet ball cricket. I think something that comes to mind is that he was out in the 90s. I think his high school is, is what, 93 or something like that. I think he wants to make sure he gets a red ball century because he has a few of them in ODI and a few half centuries as well. But he, he got a few half centuries in test cricket, but not a century. And I, I think he, he, he batting in the middle, i sure once he can get, get himself fit for cricket, I don't believe in his getting fit for no yo-yo. If he gets fit for cricket and he has proven to us that he can bat long, because he did it in a trial match, mm-hmm. I don't think there should be pigeonholing people because they cannot jump six feet over a one. That has nothing to do with cricket. That's my thing. But tomorrow, like I said, it's going to be quite an interesting um, um, session. I'll, I'll try to get in a little lately, and I'm going to be on the field up until maybe about 8 o'clock in the evening. I've already summoned to do an evening match, but I'll try to get in on my way, maybe home or by the time I get in. I'll try to sneak and listen after 6 o'clock, probably, with my earpiece in my head. We're standing by for the ladies uh, any minute now, so you can go ahead and just introduce Dawn and Debbie. We already have some... Yes. Thank you, Ivor. Um, and out there in Radio Land, I want to uh, introduce Debbie and Campbell and Dawn Curtin and the Antigua Barbuda Care Charity Group. They are working to help those in need of help and support in the islands. So please help them to assist those in need. Make a donation of goods, material, or money. Your contributions will be appreciated. Debbie and Dawn, do come in and give us your news. Um, good 
Good day. How are you? Um, once again, Happy New Year to everyone. Um, just wanted to thank everyone. We are Antigua and Barbuda Cares, and um, we are here. Um, we try to help everyone. Um, well, three groups in Antigua that we support. We support. Um, we. <laughs> We support the soup kitchen that serves approximately 250 to 300 people um, every every day. We support the Smile Foundation, um, honor the auspices of Tanisha Joseph, and we support um, the food pantry down in the Grace Farm Green area on the Path to Peace. Um, and because also of the pandemic, that is still, still, still currently raging. Um, we want to make sure that every person has a hot meal when they um, they need a hot meal, or even dry food through Pastor Pete's food pantry. And Shanita also serves in some of the hard hit areas of the Grace Farm and the Green Bay once a month. So we are looking for your support in food, in clothing, in any technology items such as iPads and laptops, and, um, et cetera, even used um, phones. Some of the young people are asking for that um, because they can download the apps and they can do some of their schoolwork on it. So anything that you think that you have that you are looking to dispose of, that you may think that someone else is in need, as long as it's in good condition, we welcome it. Um, monetary donation, um, you can send it um, to us. So once again, we're here. We're coming out with our itinerary as of next week for the year. What, uh, what are all of the activities that we plan to do on, directly on the island besides trying to get um, items? We will be having um, um, activities on the island so that if you're on the island and you're listening or if you have family here and you have family there that you can call up and say, oh, can you go by to the soup kitchen and donate? Or can you go by Pastor Pete's church in Green Bay or call Pastor Pete? Um, and, um, you know, if you have extra dry foods in the house, rice, macaroni, any of those, even toiletries is welcome. And we also support... We're also going to support this year on a big way, the Fire Institute, um, in terms of puzzle books and socks and pajamas and pampers, adult pampers. So any of those, any items that you have that you, oh, you know what, I'm just going to dispose of because I don't have any use for them. Um, we do have a use for them. You call me and I will organize ship or pick up or directly where to ship it to. Um, we can ship directly from here to test shippers in Florida. They are very big supporters of us, and they will get it to Antigua for us and um, at a very low minimum cost. Um, you can reach out to me so that we can discuss. Um, my name is Debbie Simon Campbell. My email address is D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-N-Y-C at AOL.com. I'm on WhatsApp or regular call or Facebook. My number is 845-820-6598. That's 845-820-6598. And um, on Facebook, I'm on Debbie Simon. You can go on my page. You can send me an instant message. 
however you would like to reach out to me, it will be most um, advantageous that we can assist families in Antigua and Barbuda. And we do have colleagues in Barbuda that we always also support. Um, so it's not just Antigua, it's Antigua and Barbuda. So if you're listening and you're in the United States, call me or hit me up on WhatsApp. If you're in Canada, if you're in England, wherever you are and you feel the need, I can direct you as to how you can help. Thank you. Dawn? Hello? Um, no, we don't have Dawn yet, so you're, you're representing, but we'll, we'll wait for her. I'm so sorry. I have a couple of things I'm taking care of, and I just totally forgot to call you guys. So please forgive me oh, for that. But um, you're never too late. Yes. Trust me. All right. I'm really glad to hear that. So good morning. Good morning. And I would like to say hello to everyone that's under the sound of my voice today. And I'm very excited about the plans that Debbie has. I don't know if she revealed those yet, but she and I have been working effortlessly to get those together and it's going to be a big one in November so you guys have to be ready for this coming up so is Debbie still on the radio yes yes I just told them that we're going to this close next week so uh, okay, good. I told them we're going to get gender for the year next week Yes, because it's excited and I'm happy for the new launch and we really want to get a lot of people involved. So please do not forget about us because our work will have to continue. Okay? And we need your help, especially with donations. Because I can tell you all right now, we are down on donations and so we're waiting for someone to say, I will help. I have $20. I have $50 I can give to you guys. You know, because all of us 
you know, are mostly in the same boat, but we have to recover and continue, right? Encouraging everybody today to remember who we are and Tiggins and Barbados care team. And so you can reach Don Cochran Curtain at 785-554-568. And of course, my email is Curtain, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com. So I'm excited. I have a list here that Debbie has given to me. Both work at it and so on and so forth. But when next week comes, you guys will have some very good things to learn about what we're doing. And we definitely want to change up some of the things because we realize that we are needing to do that. And we're also going to involve this radio station and we want them to get their friends on board with us as well. Because we can't do this by ourselves, okay, guys? Okay. So I'm going to pick up the Smile Foundation because he's waiting also to start this year and also pass through his waiting. So if you guys have anyone that wants to contribute to them, you can talk to Debbie, or I can also give the message to her what we're going to do. Because if you want to send some food down there, even if it's in a box, barrel, or whatever you'd like to do, you just have to go through us because we have it set up already. So you can send it straight to um, the shipping company that we have in Florida and go to K, and she will direct whatever it is you're sending to Pastor Pete in Antigua because he's a non-profit, of course. And we want to make sure that we start getting something down there because our pantry right now is empty guys okay mm-hmm. we have sent everything we could and now we're needing you guys' help so don't forget us please okay also you know you can get the tax right off and we can provide you with the receipt and you know it's tax time so thank you guys so much and debbie if you have anything else to say go right ahead but i thank all of you that are listening in today yeah i just want to say once again happy new year thank you to um, the radio station, uh, the Cricket Show, for always giving us an opportunity to come on. And um, as Don um, stated, next week we will have our big launch for the for the new year. We're working on all of our plans. We need your help desperately in any little way. We're not asking for you to go big because um, we all know in the pandemic things have changed. You know, I was just listening to the news this morning. They were talking even a box of cornflakes have gone up. Either they're going to make it um, a bigger price or they're going to make the boxes smaller. So um, I know we're all trying to adapt to our new living um, environment. Um, and we're all trying to also help other people. So, you know, just wanted us to reach, reach out and say thank you. Thank you. Thank you in advance. Thank you in the past. And thank you for the future. Okay, Debbie Campbell, NYC at AOL.com. That's Debbie with a Y, D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-N-Y-C at AOL.com. Or my phone number is 845-820-6598, 845-820-6598. I can be reached by a phone, by a WhatsApp, and on Facebook, I'm Debbie Simon. S-I-M-O-N and Debbie with a Y. Thank you and be safe and be well and have a great day. Thank you, Debbie. Same here. Okay, well, Dennis would go ahead and give this vote of thanks. Well, Debbie, Dawn, 
on those associated with the charity group. We at the Cricket Show appreciate your effort and tireless work, and we hope that you will be able to continue with much success in your endeavors with the charity organization during this year, 2022. Thank you so much for all you do, Debbie and Dawn, and your group. Thank you. Welcome. Bye-bye. Very welcome.
service there, and you would have heard, the pantry is empty. That's not a good word, that's not a good sight, hearing empty. So we got to do what we can do from this end here to make sure we get something in the pantry. Once the pantries are empty, it simply means that stomachs are going to be empty as well. We can't have that. We can't have that. It's more than enough to go around. Every day, these hotels empty bales and bales of food into the garbage. Sometimes they say you can't even take it out with you because they're afraid to be sued for whatever reason. But I think there's more than enough food to go around that a whole lot of people can get. All right, well, Tyler is still out and about, and um, he's protecting the broadcast standards. He's um, amongst... Um, noise. We have not heard from Phil. We haven't heard from Lynette. I think those two are holding one head in earlier. They're mm-hmm. holding. They're holding one head. Yeah. So, so we didn't hear from we, Phil I last week, Lynette. You have any report on Phil? I mean, we we have to make sure we keep him afloat, you know, because he, you know, we we keep his brain sharp when he, when he, when he stays with us on the show, so at least. Maybe yes. you need to um, try to make a connection to see if he's I okay. I have to call him to see if I can wake him up. <laughs> y- yeah. In the meantime, uh, why don't we touch the, the Dukovic rejection of being in the Australian Open? I don't know if you guys are yes. up to date. Yeah. Yes, and, yes, um, by all means. I mean, they have this guy in an asylum down there now. And I don't know if it was all of his fault. They would have said he... He gave some false information as to his whereabouts prior to arriving in Australia. I know rules are rules, but sometimes, you know, rules are meant to be to be bent, just like banks are meant to be broken. And I, I think there's always exceptions to the rules. Some people are going to say, um, you know, everybody should conform to all of the rules, but there are exceptions. You see a big no entry sign or one way sign? I think there's a bit more than city. Choppy? Hello? Choppy, Dennis? You're a little choppy. I don't know if you're close uh, enough to the mic. I am choppy? In and out. Oh, I don't know. Are you hearing? I'm really. I'm yes, really I'm moved. Hearing you. you hear me fine, Dennis? Yes. Yes, I'm I am. I'm hearing you fine now. I'm hearing you fine now. Well, yeah, well, like I was saying, um, there are always exceptions to the rules, but let, let me take my leave. Maybe Dennis want to come in on it. Um, Leonard put forward um, Djokovic, um, you know, the number one tennis, male tennis player down in Australia. We're not sure if he's going to be able to participate in the Australian Open. We 
know, it's the beginning of the seventh year. He's playing for Grand Slam. I mean, if he misses this one, he can kiss Grand Slam for 2022 out of the window, an opportunity. So, if you get to begin it, that's fine. Actually, and if you want to take it up since you bought it, if you want to lay them, that's fine. But let's see back up because he claims that he has a medical exemption for the COVID because when he took, he had con, uh, contracted the, the virus and he was sick as a result of that and he was given a medical exemption sufficient to allow him to play in the U.S. Open, not the Australian Open. However, yeah. when he went, he was not allowed because that was insufficient. And he contested it. And one judge said he was okay. But now the minister in the Australian government uh, used his power and said, well, he would not permit him to, to do so. So is it right or is it wrong? I think I, I heard a comment from a youngster this morning. He says that if Djokovic if plays, I would not watch him. And that is saying something. How do people feel about people who are not vaccinated and uh, participating in those public sports. So I don't know if what can be done. He said he was, he was feeling that he was um, okay to enter with that um, exemption that he, he had obtained. But the Australian government is saying no, no can do. So we'll wait and see. At least the, the tournament is going to commence on Monday. And, uh, of course, if he is not allowed in the country, he can't participate. Some say that he'll, he'll do so um, virally. Um, I don't know how that could be jokingly, of course. <laughs> I don't know, Danny. Yeah, Leon, yeah, I saw a note or I heard a report that the... Um, Minister, whose portfolio immigration comes under, has rejected Djokovic's appeal and has ordered his deportation. So I assume that that is final, although I cannot tell you at this moment exactly where I heard that, but I thought I came across that report in the last 24 hours that the minister had ordered his deportation. That means or the exclusion, I should say, from Australia. Well, he's, he's deported. Sorry? He's deported. I didn't. He has been deported? No, no. Well, the last news that I have Australia open. Um, Nukan Dokovic, no bigger than Grand Slam. Not bigger than Grand Slam. <laughs> Right, right. which means that the, the minister has exercised his privilege and uh, or his, his, his legal portfolio and has excluded him because the people of Australia, at least that particular state, felt that they've been put under very heavy quarantine and COVID restrictions and this man seems to come in and wants to flaunt all the rules there. So I, I have to say that, I, you know, I am not at all sympathetic to Djokovic, and I salute the Australian minister for, uh, you know, holding fast to the rules.
We so have a lot of background saying, noise there. So maybe saying because he's on the verge of becoming the the most winningest men's grandson that they I were think, too harsh him? Nope. Because you see, Leon, at his in his position, he should have known that this is coming up and it was up to him to do and follow the rules to get him into the tournament. I don't think it has anything to do with his, his, his abilities or his championship form, but it has everything to do with the health and safety of the people of Australia. And I salute the minister once again for taking the right step in ejecting him from Australia. Because why should the Australian people have to suffer? And, and uh, he, he flaunt, walked in and flaunted. It's tough for him, but that's how the cookie crumbles. If it were elsewhere, we obviously would have to take it to the I don't mind that. I don't mind that that Djokovic has not been allowed to perform. The reason that Dennis is giving, I'm not gonna buy that though. It's nothing to do with protecting nobody in Australia, because he could have. All those tennis people could have been in a bubble away from crowds. So if the rules are the rules, I can understand that. But he's those who are vaccinated, they're not protecting anybody because they're not being anywhere close to no crowds. So they cannot use that as an excuse. They can only use it and say, these are our rules, these are what we have here, that in order to enter the country, you need to be vaccinated. That's the hard and fast That's rule. Right, so I'm gonna go along I'm gonna go along with that. So Djokovic should say, Listen here, I am not vaccinated. That is a requirement to get into another man's country. I really right. don't think you should be looking for anything special. But in terms of protecting this and protecting that, no, I'm not gonna that's not the reason. The reason is that these are our rules. You need a visa to come to my country, you cannot take a boat and come in by the wayside and come in, you enter illegally. So he didn't meet the requirement. So that's right. And I think, I think the thing about it is that his fellow um, tennis um, folks, them, they're not supporting him either. So for starters, he's he's on the losing side. If the others were supporting him and they would have boycotted the tournament. But uh, not even boycotted, even if they would have challenged it, then they might have said, okay, we're not going to jeopardize this trade and open because the folks them are standing in solidarity. But they're not standing with him. So Djokovic now is out on a limb, and it's a chance he took. I don't know how how he thought he can get into another man's country without the, the requirement, and then bulldoze his way because he's the number one rank. I, I think that they would have made the right decision. Not because you have Absolutely. status. Not because you have status. You should just use that when the other persons who want to perform risk their life to take it back in. Just give up that tournament and say, okay, if you can play in the USA without the vaccines, without being vaccinated, okay, fine. If you can go to Wimbledon and they don't need that, fine. If Australia is saying that, you just have to adhere to the rules. So, I, 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 can't, I can't say anything other than that they would have made the right decision. And he just has to um, 
Saksas, I hope he can overcome that deportation and beat it. So by the time the rules would have changed or he would have vaccinated, he can either go back from whether it's exhibition, whether it's another official tournament. Let's hope it's not a lifetime deportation. That's that's all I can say on his behalf. Oh, I certainly agreed with that. Well, let's see if we can hear from Lynette and we can come back to another topic or we can expound on it. Um, I would love okay. to hear what kind of have to say. He's a tennis guru on, on, the, on the show here. Um, maybe before the show is over, he may have his take on that as well. Lynette, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning. Morning, everybody. Morning, Dennis. How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. I have a hot question. Last time you were here, you were reporting that you... Okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. I will. Go ahead. When you get settled. Go ahead. Yeah, no. The last time you were here, you reported... your COVID status. You, do you care to <laughs> share that with us? Well, I uh, me, I am all right. Um, I did my exit um, test yesterday, so I'm waiting for them. <laughs> but from my standpoint, I'm fine. All the coughing is gone. It's all gone now. So. Oh, very well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's gone, it's gone there for a couple of days now, so... I'm all right. Okay. Okay. Before Leon come on in, have you heard from Phil? We haven't heard from Phil for the last two weeks. No. Well, what y'all did with Phil? I, I, I don't know. Leon, what did you do with Phil? My, my, question, my question to Lynette is if, if, if she can tell us whether Sinkit is in favor of the CCJ or the Privy Council. Oh. Oh, that's not a talk here. So I don't know. It's not a talk no. here. No, I, I, I haven't heard anybody talking about it. I don't know. <laughs> do you care to tell us? That's not even a conversation here, as far as I know. Okay, well, do you care to tell us the, the conversation that is... They the hot topic. There must be a hot topic, is there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta get me the hot seat, eh? You really have to get me. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, there might not be one. Well, the hot topic is um is it's a uh, beating of a police, alleged, 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 alleged beating of a police by a M P. Alleged. Allege. How can it be alleged that you saw the video? Did you see? I haven't been out of my house see? since December thirty first. So <laughs> did you see a video? Did you see the video? I've seen videos. I've seen a lot of a couple of videos, and I've seen um and I've heard all the talk shows and the back and forth and all of that. But okay, I still have to tell you. Okay, you've seen the video. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't believe your lying eyes? Oh, um. <clears throat> I'm not going to say yeah. what I believe and what I, not, I don't believe. No, no, no. Your own eyes. <laughs> you don't believe your lying eyes. You said alleged. I have to say alleged. It's a video. Anything could happen, right? 
Oh, you think the video is... Because there was another video of a M, well, supposed MP and and um, he came out and said it wasn't him. And the voice is sounding like him, but he, now he's saying it's not him. So you see there? The, That's what you have to say alleged. No, no, no. You no, have to be no, careful. The voice, there, no? no, no, no. Audio and video. The total, two total. Um, oh, so you can't adopt the video? I'm just going to be devil's advocate you here, right? No, well, no well, I'm, I'm asking you, but, well, you hear what oh, can you? the voice? Can you use a photographer? Tell me they could doctor the videos. I don't know. <laughs> of course, I see, I see Lisa talk on TV all the time. All right, then. So, outside of the court case, we have to stay alleged. Well. So, I'll keep it at that. But we wait to see what will happen. The police said that this is um, an investigation has been launched, and we wait for that. So, let's break it down. A minister of government. Mm-hmm. According to you, is alleged to have assaulted a police officer in uniform on duty, and that is the hot topic. That's what you're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's has the hot topic right now. Has there been any arrest of the MP, the member no. of parliament? No. Not, not, not that, not that I know. Was the police hospitalized? Who? who I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't heard outside of the video and the talk shows. I haven't heard anything else, so I don't know. So is the, MP, is the MP suspended? Is he on half pay? Is he is his no. business as usual? No, because the police say they're carrying out an investigation. So I guess after the investigation, that's what the army is, right? You need to be a police. No, no, no. no. Investigate the and, um, after they find all the facts and put them together, then they'll make whatever adjustments they have to make, isn't it? No, that's not the normal way. If you're, that's if not the normal way? Oh, you tell us then. The normal way the is normal that way? you, if you're doing an investigation, the normal way is for you to be out on leave. Oh. More often than not, you get half of your salary. Well, he wasn't arrested, so why would he be out on leave? You don't have to be arrested. There's an investigation. So the prime minister, I'm going to use your words now. I'm going to take it from where you started it, because we didn't know the hot topic until you tell us. You're saying that (laughs) an MP is involved. There's an allegation that a police officer would have reported being assaulted by a member of parliament. You're saying the Commissioner of Police, I'm assuming you said Commissioner of Police, because you said there's an investigation on the police end of it. Am I right in saying that? Is the police yeah, investigating uh-huh. it? Or the Attorney yeah. General? Who's, who's investigating invest- it? Well, there was, well in, the saw, meantime, in the saw, meantime, uh, now, uh-huh. in the meantime, I'm just trying to tell you, from in my days, we're in the uniform. Uh-huh. The Prime Minister now has to intervene because this is a member of his cabinet who is involved. Okay. While the investigation is going on, he has got to now do his own investigation to take care of that member of parliament in the interest of law and order. Well, if the because police is doing the it. investigation, the police now have to take their investigation to the Prime Minister because the Prime Minister is the police boss. Answer? No, the police 
No. It yeah, comes the under. Prime Minister is the Minister of um, Justice, no, wait, I mean, wait, whatever wait. that is. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yes, but we get we get it all wrong. The separation oh, of powers here. The separation of okay. they make the laws, the cabinet, yes. And the police okay. enforce the mm-hmm. laws. It has nothing okay. to do that because you employ me or you hire me or you pay me mm-hmm. that they subjected to their unlawful orders. Okay. So this is what we have to get this is what we have to understand. If the police is carrying out an investigation, even if it's against the Prime Minister itself, they have to do their work. The Prime Minister can't just go and murder somebody and they say, well, that's my boss, I can't touch him. No, it doesn't work like that. So, what I'm so saying then, here so now... Then, is so then you're telling me then that, it's, that, that uh, the investigation lies with the police and the police will have to do their work and arrest and uh, lay charges or what have you, where, wherever they see fit. That's what's supposed to happen. Yes. And, yeah. And when it goes up the chain. Okay. Suppose it was a regular person like me. Yes. Yes. And police had come up to my business place and said, well, you have to close. It's past the closing time or noise or protocol or whatever it is. And I want yes. to meet up the police. What will ha- what's supposed to happen? Suppose like it was said, me meet up the police. The law, you have police as powers of arrest. If it's an arrestable offense. It doesn't matter who that person is. No man is above the law. It doesn't matter. Whether it's an ordinary person, prime minister, MP, governor, or what, if something is happening before an officer who swears to uphold the law, they have got to carry out their duty. Okay. Yeah, there has nothing to well, do with well, the Well, from, from, from growing up and knowing, I've been around policing, because my husband was a police, um, I know that battery on a police is a big offense. You can't even you touch can a police. Uh, you can't even go in a police face. All the police are just the bus off one button and say, your bus off your button. And, and, and they arrest you for battery on a police. And that used to be a big thing. The magistrate but goes mad what... on you when you get in front of him for beating a police. Well, based on but what, what you're saying, know... that's what you're saying. You're saying that, that that is alleged. A police officer made that report. What other well, I heard her on the video done? saying it. There's a video with her calling her superior and saying this thing happened. Saying that she got hit by the MP. Well, she got hit by the MP and she's not going to take it. Okay, so why aren't those, that officer, along with any other witnesses, especially if there are other officers? There were about three other officers, you know. Why don't they just go ahead and write their report? What investigation? Well, that's what that's, the, that's where the investigation comes in now, isn't it? No, you go ahead you and you write your report. Now, you have to wait for the police now because they would have to write the investigation and pass it on to their superiors and then the superiors would have to sit with their superiors and, and see what charges are going to be laid, isn't it? <clears throat> well, I think it's supposed to be. I ain't sure. <laughs> Anyway, that's you're telling me I am the police <laughs> and somebody beat me. I have to write my report and send it to my superior for them to know whether or not I should charge that person for assaulting me. It doesn't matter. You're a police, yeah, here we go. Of course, you beat me. I'm going to say you assault me. That's the well, why the police did not, so why the police did not um, arrest the person right away? Okay. Let me let me use that wasn't supposed to happen. No, no, you you, you can't arrest a person. Why she heard that her hands were tied? 
No, let me answer. Let me answer. Maybe the situation warranted where you can um, get a warrant and arrest the person. Or maybe if you was out in public and you think you would be a spectacle, or you know who the person is, they're not going to abstain or what have you. And if you think it's better to um, pick them up a little later, if you think if you're going to arrest them, they're going to cause an uproar, riot in town or what have you, or you're not in the best position because of the status and you know who the person is. Sometimes it's best for you to back off because you can always arrest okay. later. You can always just summon okay, the right. person. So, we will, so now we wait to see what will happen. Okay. Did okay. Leon find say What happened to Phil? This is a new year. <laughs> Leon, Leon says he's going to try to get in touch with Phil from last week. Okay. Um, this week, we still have not heard from him. But oh, no, that's not good. What's up with that? Yes, oh, no, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't? He give me a couple of calls this week, but this week he hasn't called me at all. Oh. I haven't even seen either. So I'm going to make oh, a call oh. tonight. Speak with his sisters. Hope he's all right now because, you know, so things right. happen so yeah. funny and so fast these days. Yeah. yeah that is true. That I is true. Yeah. Well, we well, all right. well wh- oh, I didn't say good morning to Marjorie. I don't know if she's still listening, but I heard her earlier. Um, yeah, I think she's a member. As a matter of fact, I don't think that Colonel should snub his fans like that. He should come on and make some kind of pronouncement and say good morning. If not, I'm going to see this thunder. I'm going to say good morning to the folks over there in New York City. <laughs> Murtrice, Bobsy, Sharon, Donna. I want to say a pleasant good morning to you guys over there in New York. I'm going to go over to England and say good morning to Omel. Then I'm going to go down to over there. I don't know where my sister is, but I spoke to her. Yvonne, just want to say good morning to you, Yvonne. Morning. <laughs> I'm not trying to imitate you, man. But then let's go to Florida. We go over to Margaret. Says, Marvin Jones, good morning. And my special celebrity, Tiffany. And her little sister, Tanaya. Morning, Malik, the brother. We're going to go down to the southwest and say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson coming to you via way of Sandy Point. Thank you. Well, I'm going to go over to St. Martin and say good morning to Miss Irma Thompson. How are you doing? I'm going to step over to Georgia. Hey, Monique, Yvette, how are you guys are doing over there in Georgia, Atlanta? And I'm going to go down to, thank you to Nevis and say good morning to Mr. Wenford Door and the staff there at 2020 Vision, especially coming late this week. Say good morning to Lynette over there in Sinkis. Lynette, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's the answer? Well, that's his special fun. 
cardinal and no cardinal been from here to here. I don't believe he was anybody, but he would come out and tell me. A good. Yeah, they say Omel Omel over there in the UK. UK. And I thought she had a story to, to tell Leon. I, I don't. I didn't have the story to give you, Leon. I didn't get the memo. But I sure she had something to say about Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's cold for. Gathered at the bar, and the police came to enforce 
um, the, the, the protocols, right? That's what he was saying, because there was a police individual saying I'm failing to follow the protocols. So. So the minister was just out climbing or something, or it, he has something to do with the bar or something? What, what, what's up with that? Um, from the talk shows, they're saying it's his son's bar. From the talk shows and the videos and the whatnot. Oh. I don't even know where the bar is because I haven't been out, so I don't even know where it is. Oh, that's how we got involved. The, the police came out to enforce the, um, the protocols. And he stepped to the police. That's what it is. <laughs> and okay, that is the police. Um, some, of, some of the case, police. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. I thought the hot topic was um, the cricket or something like that. But then you no, said... the cricket is not the hot topic. That's the hot topic. From the... Okay, how do you um, judge the hot topic from the... From from the from the talk shows on the radio, right? Whatever is hot and everybody's chiming in and it and stuff. That's how I judge. Yeah, that. but the, we we don't the way the station is down there, so you're not telling us what's happening. That's why you come on here. That's, that's, that's what I told you. That's how happening. I judge the hot topic. Oh oh oh. Well, we're right, learning so what is hot on the talk shows? Oh well. It wasn't so it wasn't so hot here for us over here because we had bigger fish to fry over here. What you had over there? What did you have over there? Yes. I yes. I don't know if uh, uh, they are following the suspected conflict of interest between the Prime Minister of Antigua and his is reported that he he had um his personal property rented out to one of his investors. Oh, yeah. There we go. was following that story in Antigua. It's alleged that he, I mean, his conflict of interest, I can't say for sure, but it is rumored that he was in the know and um, his house was rented for some $54,000 a month to one of an investor. So mm. people want to know how, how his house was um, was one that would have been rented. Um, my question to the panelists is whether or not the Prime Minister who gets an, a, a housing allowance should utilize that funds to, to live with his mother-in-law and then would have rented out his property uh, alleged rent of those to someone else and, and make a big profit or make, make a not a profit but make get a substantial rental fee monthly so I don't know if you guys are following that story but it's alleged that <coughs> you know, interest no I, did, you follow, did you follow the story of in Antigua where they're saying that Antigua will not be be able to participate in the UN as well because they owe some money. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw yes, that. Right. Yes. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook, actually. I heard that as well, yes. That they also were were delinquent with their their views. Yeah. And in that show, that is... So you mean good. Mr. Bowden is not going to make his fabulous speeches at the UN? At the well, UN. Well, let's pay up the money. Well, I'm going to say, 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 say,
Yeah, I saw that. On, I saw that on Facebook in passing. Well, wow. see, there's a lot of hot topics. Look at that. Well, the UN have to understand the times are hard. You know, the COVID. Most of these islands depend on um, tourism, and when that has been curtailed for the past almost um, 24 months, it's going to be hard on these these islands, man. Yep. So. Yeah. I I don't I I can't fault anybody right now. I mean, you have to feed your people. I will be looking after his um. It's people in Antigua and Barbuda, the UN, they can wait. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there are others who are delinquent as well. I, I, I would not believe that they're the only ones. No, they call some other names. Um, but it's, it's places far, Somalia and those kind of places down there. But um, my question, I, I wanted to know the amount that is really due each year. Oh, and I don't think it's a monthly fee. I think it might be an annual fee that they pay. I don't know. I was trying to yeah, find out. Yeah, I think it's out. an annual fee. Uh, I think it's, what's it got, sir? 75,000 U.S. or something like that? I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> but I think that's the figure I would ask, uh, in passing, I saw that article. That's a big story. That's that's huge, don't you think? <laughs> so yeah. what do they get for that money? What do they get? In case of war, they get some protection, they get some help, they get some aid. What do they get for paying into the UN? Oh, I don't know. That 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 that, that should be interesting to find out, isn't it? I would think so too. I mean, okay, you're telling me I owe you. I think that's money. for your membership, ain't it? Yeah. Okay. You gotta pay some kind of membership fee. But what I'm saying is, COVID time, I sure Antigua would have forgiven Leah and other businesses, give them concession, give them this. But so Antigua is holding it to Leah right can, now. Why do you and can reach out to some of these countries, um, especially the poor countries, who are trying to look after their citizens and wave Leah, some fees? They're the ones who are really carrying the, the weight for Leah right now. Trying That's to what I'm saying. So, it might sound good to, to maybe maybe the opposition to say, hey, a government can't pay fees and it's Jews. Maybe they might be able to, to take that and say, let's call the election because they can't pay their fees. But what if they're taking that other money and helping, helping their natives as opposed to going out here and say, well, we have to prioritize. I have to pay yeah, the they, they have to be make sure the hospital... The hospital had, um, you know, had had coverage, and the teachers them get paid and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe Leon can help us with that. Then did they give a reason why? Well, uh, well that's something to research now that you need to find out what happened and where it's going to go. No, but let me ask Leon because he might know why. Why did it pay? They, they they don't want to be a part of the the UN anymore, or they just couldn't pay, or they took the money and built bridges, roads. But I suspect they didn't have the money to pay. That's what I suspect. Because um, pensioners, uh, some of the pensioners are uh, without their, their pension for the month of December. And um, I think oh, yeah. they're trying 
to pay that, and um, they're in a bind. As far as I'm, I'm hearing that the, the country is in a bind. You know, tourism is the Along they're not squandering the money, and they really trying to help the people. I think the UN, the UN, the UN don't have to wait. If you just don't have a seat at the UN to talk, if I was any prime minister in the in the Caribbean, and it's just to talk at the the UN, and I know I have to pay my pensioners and to make sure my hospital is not overwhelmed, I would I would let them win. What? Like I said, I don't, don't know the whole story. I don't think it's just to talk. They have to have office and utilities. They have to have all these things paid for. I don't think it's to pay for them. That might be in the membership fee. Because at the UN, I'm sure they must have a private office. And, uh, and function. They have to participate in the function of everything that happens. But you know, Leon, on the on the other hand, let me say, okay, I'm saying one, let me say two on the other hand too. If you as a government are not meeting your obligations, it's going to be hard for you to enforce people on your island to pay you money, like for electricity and water and all that stuff, you know. So that government is going to be in a little bit of a bind. Because if you're owing, if you're not paying your creditors, the people them who owe you, you can't be too hard on them either. So I think the government is in a spot of bother. If they don't have a good reason why they're not paying the UN. Yeah, so well, I can give guys a Debian Ivor? Yes. We you know, we're we're running coming up on time and I, I wanted to you know remember that this is the weekend of the birthday of the great leader Martin Luther King and you played a speech earlier in which he made two phrases that stand out he said two things that stood out one of the things he said is we have an opportunity to make America a great I think he said country I that part of it I missed However, from my perspective, <clears throat> unfortunately, the opportunity has been hijacked and legislated away in the many states. Martin Luther King said, we have some difficult days ahead. Well, mm-hmm. there are those out there who wish for difficult days and times for people of color and minority. However, the floodgates are only partially open at this time, either, and it is not too late for the obstructionists, whatever their stripes, to wake up and recognize that there is much truth in the idiom that what is sauce for the goose is also sauce for the gander. What will you, Mr. Obstructionist, misobstructionist, what will you do when the table is turned and you find yourself living in a country like Russia, Turkey, North Korea, Myanmar? Your freedom and right to vote is as much in danger as is mine. So I implore, wake up America. The obstructionist, the individual, the party, the leadership, is coming for you next. 
Remember, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that, unfortunately, is hard to swallow when I think of the work and the tremendous fight that Martin Luther King and others before him has put up in order to get us some rights in this great United States. I just had to, you know, make that statement in honor of Martin Luther King's birthday and memorial. Thanks for uh, uh, giving me the opportunity. Back to you. Very well. your own dignity, your own worth, 
and your own somebodiness. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have as a basic principle the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it and to do it well. And I say to you, my young friends, that doors are opening to each of you. Doors of opportunity are opening to each of you that were not open to your mothers and to your fathers. And the great challenge facing you is to be ready to enter these doors as they open. So I would urge you to study hard, to burn the midnight oil. I would say to you, don't drop out of school. And I understand all of the sociological reasons why we often drop out of school. I urge you, in spite of your economic plight, in spite of the situation that you are forced to live so often with intolerable conditions, stay in school when you discover what you're going to be in life. Set out to do it as if God Almighty called you at this particular moment in history to do it. Set out to do a good job and do that job so well that the living, the dead of the unborn couldn't do it any better. If you can't be a pine on the top of the hill, be a scrub in the valley. But be the best little scrub on the side of the real. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Finally, in your last blueprint must be a commitment to the eternal principle of beauty, love, and justice. Don't allow anybody to pull you so low as to make you hate them. Don't allow anybody to cause you to lose your self-respect to the point that you do not struggle for justice. However young you are, you have a responsibility to seek to make your nation a better nation in which to live. You have a responsibility to seek to make life better for everybody. And so you must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Now in this struggle for freedom and justice, there are many constructive things that we all can do and that we all must do. And I believe that we can transform dark yesterdays of injustice, bright tomorrows of justice and humanity. Let us keep going toward the goal of selfhood, toward the realization of the dream of brotherhood, toward the realization of the dream of understanding goodwill. Let nobody stop. We must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. The great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King assassinated at age 39 
what a man. Well, folks, we're coming to the ending of our Saturday morning entertainment show. So we're going to be doing our goodbyes and farewells and so long right about now. So Dennis, we're going to start with you. Well, thank you, um, Ivor. I once again want to mention the theme for the weekend, which is the dreams, wishes, and the uh, all those things that Martin Luther King and those in the civil rights movement have fought for, have given their lives for, in order to give us some type of uh, right, the right to vote, and amongst other things. And today, we're in a situation where we have leadership, we have individuals, we have parties reneging on those what we thought were rights, they're being taken away. So I appeal to America to wake up, smell the coffee, and see what is in front of you. Thank you once again for joining us, and we look forward to having you with us tomorrow Sunday on The Cricket Show. Thank you. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, indeed. Leah, come on now. Yes, yes. another uh, wonderful show. As much as I do, just want to just invite you all to be with us tomorrow from 6 until 9 p.m. We have some breaking news coming out of Barbados. I understand that one of the directors has been removed from office. We will explore more about that. So come in and join us, and you'll hear more. Because if it's out there, we're going to get it. And we're grateful for those who were with us this morning. And they stayed along with us despite all the other attraction that they might have had. And we are grateful for their presence. So, so long, so until tomorrow evening, just find some time to be with us. From six and Marlin, you might have a parting word, something to maybe inspire us for the rest of the day. You never know. <clears throat> well, I just want to say I enjoyed the show. <clears throat> And this is from beginning to now. And um, I just want to encourage everybody to, you know, stay safe. And those who are feeling down and out, get better. Everything is doing for a time. Okay. And yeah, um, see you on the show tomorrow. Okay. Very good, very good. Um, I know Marcus is with us, and Donna promises to stay with us. So let's see if Donna have a party more for us. Donna. Hello. Yes. Yes, I would just like to say, I'm sorry to show as usual. I'd like to say, I missed calling on Zoom for today, but that's okay. You had a lot of material. I also enjoyed you for coming on and getting, and everybody else who contributed to the show. May everybody Amen. have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll catch you tomorrow on the cricket show. Yes, Very indeed. I'll, I'll, I'll call you and I'll put in my line. I'll be muted from my end, but I'll try to do that as much as I can. Let's see if Marjorie has anything to say apart from when she's going to tell us goodbye since she wants to represent Cardinal. Marjorie. 
Any goodbyes to me? You say, oh, so long. Okay, much has gone on mute there for now, so let me say it. I'll say goodbye to you from this one. Goodbye to the pain, goodbye to the soul, goodbye to yesteryear, goodbye to yesterday. It's gone and gone forever and the day. So let's just go ahead and live in hope for quite a small. Folks, it was indeed a pleasure bringing the show to you this morning. Um, we weathered the storm, whatever little hiccups in the back here, don't know, it happens on a regular on a Saturday, but we weather the storm, we do it without complaint. As long as you're happy out there, well, we make sure that we stay the course. And again, we want to say thanks for Dawn and Debbie for coming through, Lynette coming in, taking the time out. Um, Colonel, I hope wherever you are, you're going to be in good stead. You are not in a position to be audible because you're maintaining the broadcast standard. We sure appreciate that. So until tomorrow. I'm going to say goodbye. Marcus, take us home. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the show this morning. And, you know, all the other mornings. Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show. 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come on. Tell your neighbor. Yeah, on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So, on that note, I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. Well, many ways of the day be the best of your day. Have a good one. Ta-da. <laughs>